Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey ladies, welcome to another episode. It's me, Breed from Pruth Breed, and I am here as always to help you get past this whole binge eating thing that's probably taken over your life and how to relax your mindset around food, chill out, go with the flow, and just learn to accept your body and create more space for bigger, better things in your life. Like, we got bigger things to do, ladies, than be counting our calories every day. Am I right? (laughs) So today's episode is going to be a quickie, and I haven't planned it out at all. I've just got one sentence in my mind, so I'm just going to jump in. Basically, this was a method, I would say, that I used unknowingly, but when I look back, I see that it helped me in my recovery journey. So I've kind of identified what I did, something that helped me move back into that middle ground away from the extremes of I'm trying to be super healthy in the day or in the week. And then the other extreme of binging on these high calorie, um, excessive meals and foods. So what it was was using intuitive eaters as inspiration. And intuitive eater can just mean, AKA, just a normal person eating, like someone who eats normally, basically. If we didn't have diets, if we didn't have any of this diet culture kind of shit, intuitive eating would just be called eating. So basically, I use inspiration from people around me to come back to that middle ground that I had so forgotten. Like, I just forgotten what it looked like, that it could exist. I was so brainwashed after years and years and years of diets, but also just my own journey into the the extremes of super healthy and binging. I was so brainwashed into thinking that there was no other way than the really healthy, healthy, healthy. Like, that was the only way I could lose weight or even just maintain weight. Like, I was convinced that if you'd have a bowl of pasta or you'd have some curry with rice, that I would... I'd be like losing control and um, would end up gaining weight. For me, that journey to the middle ground was so vital, so vital. And if you guys have heard much about my recovery journey, PS, a podcast, a full podcast episode on this will be coming soon. Um, Basically, it wasn't like, I was like, okay, here are the steps I'm going to do to recover. This is my plan. I didn't see it even as a recovery because I didn't even see that there was anything that wrong, even though I knew there was a lot of things wrong. I hadn't labeled anything. I didn't, therefore, I didn't see there was anything to recover from. So anyway, it all just, things happened bit by bit that all fell into place. And then when I look back, I can identify those things, what they were that helped. This move to back, back to that middle ground was crazy, crazy important. So basically, what happened in terms of using inspiration from an intuitive eater was I started spending a lot of time with this guy who's now my boyfriend and where before I had been isolating myself a lot from people. I would like avoid after work drinks, after work dinners because it was 
you know, not in my control of what I was going to eat or empty calories of drinks. So I was avoiding a lot of um, food social interactions and I was living alone. So I was always eating alone. So yeah, I hardly ate with people. But then when I started dating him, the more we started spending time together, the more meals I was eating with another person. And then I was cooking with another person. Cooking was actually really important looking back for me um, on that journey. At this point, you know, I'm dating him and we're probably like seeing each other, I don't know, three, four nights a week. Before I know it, you know, I'm, I'm like four out of my seven dinners a week are spent with someone instead of alone where honestly I was binging to some extent. I'd say like five days a week. Some were less intense, but definitely at least two or three that were intense. So it was a big, big difference. And being with him, he's a completely intuitive, normal eater. It just opened up my eyes to the possibilities, basically. It just really showed me what that normal place looked like that I had totally forgotten. Because I'm just like dating this guy and I'm trying to be normal, you know, I'm just going with the flow and I'm just eating the things he's eating and um, it honestly just helped so much. For me a big a big one was pasta. Pasta was a no-go for me for years and years and years. Like I would probably have pasta before. I'm gonna guess like once a month maximum. I just totally like my my diet culture brain totally saw it as Oh, it's empty calories. There's no nutrition to it. It's just going to make me gain weight. It's just carbs. So anyway, thank God I'm not in that place anymore because pasta was always and will always be one of my favorite things. So he is half Italian, so he would cook me pasta quite a lot. And it made me realize that pasta was not going to be the end of the world. Like having a bowl of pasta wasn't going to make me gain a ton of weight because I was doing it many times a week. And seeing that nothing was changing. In fact, if anything, things were getting better because I was having this really delicious satiating meal that was like heartwarming because it was made by someone and we were cooking together and everything and therefore I had no desire, like if I came, if I went home after that pasta on my own, I would have no desire to binge because I just had this like delicious meal and usually we would we would have some sort of like a mini dessert after as well, which again was important for me because before I would never have let myself do that. It was always just like, just binge on a dessert. Before we go on, I just wanted to jump in and let you know about something that could really, really help you out. So if you've been loving these episodes and all of the tips and it's been super helpful, but you just need a bit more structure and direction, then check out my 30 day reboot course. It's an online course, so you can literally start today. 30 days of content, so each day you get new content in written form, video form or audio, just to keep it nice and fresh. The content is exactly the same as what I go through in one-to-ones, so it's amazing value for money. You get some lovely audio meditations along the way as well. And we have a Facebook group, so you know you're not alone. There are plenty of others in there. So if you are sick of waiting around and want your life back, you're so ready to kick binge eating out of your life and return to that relaxed, confident, happy version of you that you know is in there deep down inside, then this course is literally made for you. And best of all, it's just the price of a trip to Zara or Topshop, but it is worth so much more than that. 
It's eye-opening and life-changing, as one past alumni put it. So if that sounds good to you, head over to my website to sign up today or just scroll down to the show notes. I'll pop a link in there too. All right, let's get back into today's episode. So anyway, after spending a lot of time with him over months, it just, it really normalized the normal stuff so, so much. And then of course, spending more time with him meant broadening up into his social circle and me feeling better about myself and then me spending more time with my own friends as well. So it was just a lot of eating with people, cooking with people, eating out at restaurants, which again was for me a no-go. I remember in university, I my parents gave me a small allowance and I would save so much money because I never ate out at restaurants because I saw it as like the devil. It was crazy. I was always making up for binges. I was always um, catching up, like trying to trying to work off all the weight I was constantly gaining from binges. So for me, restaurants were like, no, 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 no. It's not really clean. It's not really healthy. I don't know what's in it. The portions are big. I'm gonna eat more than I should. So yeah, restaurants were a no-go. And so over this period of time dating him and spending more time with lots of other people as well, like that whole period of time for me was not just spending time with him, but it just flourished my social life in general because I was just feeling good and I was feeling more relaxed and I was going with the flow more and I was realizing having drinks out one or two nights a week, like it wasn't gonna mess everything up for me. It was actually making my life so much better. It was all just a really positive journey, surrounding myself with people who eat normally, cooking with people, eating out at restaurants, eating all those things in the middle ground that before were totally off limits and were seen as the worst thing in the world. So basically what I would say is if you have that opening, that ability in your life to use intuitive or normal eaters as inspiration in some way, there's no harm in using that and harnessing that as an advantage for you. And it doesn't have to mean like, oh, I go and get a new boyfriend who I copy everything he eats. Like, that's not the case at all. I definitely wasn't copying everything he was eating anyway. It was just like a few nights a week, some inspiration. It can mean maybe someone in your family that you have dinner with a few nights a week or um, some colleagues at work, at lunch, who are normal intuitive eaters. Or it could be just friends. Just, and it doesn't have to be the one person. It could be a mix of people that you encounter throughout the week observing, getting inspiration from them. And again, it's not copying their every step, it's just getting inspiration. Maybe that does mean copying, you know, the thing that they chose at the food truck because usually you would choose the side salad instead of going for the chicken wings with the side of whatever it is. Maybe in that case, it's like, oh, actually, I'm gonna go for what they're going for because they're an intuitive eater and let's just see what it's like to do what an intuitive intuitive eater does instead of go for this side salad and then binge at night because I didn't eat enough in the day. So it can be copying them, it can be using them as inspiration and maybe it's just elements of copying or getting inspiration. Maybe it's not even the food choice itself. Maybe it is when they choose to eat. So maybe you're super controlling and regimented with have to eat at 8 a.m., 12 p.m., 6 p.m. or something. Maybe, and, and like no snacks or something like that. Maybe it's observing them and saying, oh, they actually ate a little bit later one day and then another day they ate a bit earlier because 
practically just couldn't make sense for them to eat at that time and it was totally chill and then oh I, I noticed that they just had a random snack and after dinner they also went for a sweet treat and maybe also the way in which they eat so like how are they eating are they sitting down with no distractions are they just watching tv are they eating on the go in a practical sense because they got to get somewhere but they also know they've got to eat something what does it look like and just seeing that maybe it doesn't always have to be the way you're doing it that feels like super safe and in control so looking at how why they're eating when they're eating what they're eating and even if you're close to that person just be like even asking like what made them want to eat at this time were they were they hungry or was it a practical hunger just understanding and just opening up your mind again to what's like the mindset of an intuitive eater that's the idea behind sort of getting inspiration one thing i do want to point out is i know for so many women on this journey you've totally lost sight you've lost touch with your intuition with your trust in yourself and your own food choices that therefore you have all these control mechanisms and diet plans and sort of getting um, diet ideas from other people and sticking to the same thing every day because you don't trust yourself to listen to your hunger or trust yourself to control yourself around certain foods so you've totally lost touch with your intuition potentially so basically I don't want you to go and take what I've said about copying an intuitive eater and just continue to lose sight of your intuition and be like well I don't have to listen to my intuition because I'm going to listen to someone else's it's not like that don't sort of distort the beauty that you can gain from using a normal eater's inspiration use them as inspiration but always 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 first and foremost coming back to you your intuition so yeah maybe maybe let's say I at the start when I was like using this technique as well maybe I was with my boyfriend and he was making pasta and he served the bowl portions and yeah maybe I could have just been like oh he's an intuitive eater so I should eat what he laid out for me he knows best but maybe that day I actually wanted a little bit more maybe I needed a little bit more energy than he laid out for me and that is where we really want to go like they can serve as inspiration but always 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 come back to you come back to your intuition that deep inner knowing of really what you need what your body needs what's gonna serve you best long term so that's what I gotta say on this this topic something that really really did help me of course totally up to you if you want to go ahead and use it or not I just always want to put out as many different ideas as I can out there for you guys some things I've used myself some things I've seen help other people that I've worked with and everyone has their own thing like when I finish working with one-to-one -one clients I always ask them what were the top five things that helped you make progress and get those results that you desire and they always have different five things sometimes some are overlapping but everyone has their own set of tools that help them so again it's coming back to, to your intuition does this tool really help you try it out see if it works if not stick with what works for you that deep inner wisdom that you have inside that we're just trying to return to 
So if you try it out, let me know, DM me, and I'm gonna leave it there. Have an amazing day, guys, and I will see you next time. See ya! And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. If you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life, change someone's day, change their mood or even their life, be that person. I know I love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me that she's really thinking of me and wants to help me elevate my life alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at at freewithbreed. I'm always open to feedback, so let me know what you want me to speak about, what you love, what you want less of. This podcast is for you after all. Last but not least, here's how to win a one-hour, one-to-one session with me. Enter my monthly draw by sharing this episode or any of the episodes you've enjoyed, whether it's on your stories or on a post, and just make sure to tag me at Free With Breed. Simple as that. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I will see you next time.